the Midnight Menu Plus One. I am Ray Kanata. And I'm Margo Moss. We're at Ted's Frost Hop on Claiborne and Calhoun in Uptown New Orleans. Once a week, Margo and I meet here at Ted's and we invite a member of New Orleans restaurant or food community to join us. And we invite them to bring along a plus one. We never know who that plus one's going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, their masseuse, their dog walker, fellow restaurant business colleague. We don't know. But in a few minutes, we're going to be talking with our special guest. And we're very excited. Actually, this is history being made tonight. It's the first time we've actually had two special guests. And they'll, in addition to them, they will be bringing a plus one. We have Isaac and Amanda Toop, husband and wife uh, team at Toop's Meadery. And we are very excited. We're eagerly anticipating our special guest, Margot. And while we do that, I'm wondering uh, how your week went. Anything food related? Well, I had been a little under the weather. So I was trying, after we had uh, a guest talk about the health of, you know, food, I thought about how I'm going to eat this week to build up my immune system. So I ate a lot of garlic. Wow. Okay. That's great. Yeah, garlic is a natural antibiotic, supposedly. Great. I hope so. I, I feel love it. great. And okay. I had the most amazing garlic soup from um, that uh, restaurant Born. John yeah, restaurant. yeah, yeah. I love it. Did yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. You talked yeah, yeah. about yeah. Did you try their garlic soup? No. Uh-uh. Beautiful, smooth garlic soup with a almost like a kind of a raw egg in it. A nice. little a little cooked so it was not completely runny but wow it was delicious so i don't want to uh talk too close to you i don't smell anything because i've been eating garlic for a week i have no olfactory sense at all i don't think i smell things very you, well you don't not much no my wife my smells things all the time i never smell oh well i'm like olfactory girl and i'm, I'm kind of making uh, myself a little nauseous with all the garlic oozing wow. out so, uh, well, I had a lot of garlic, too, because I ate a whole jar of Bubby's Pickles. Have you ever seen Bubby's Pickles yes. before? They're yes. so good. They're so great, but they're all so garlicky. They're like the garlicky pickles ever. But So I intend to get one or two, and I just always eat the whole jar. So I did that about an hour ago, maybe ah. two hours ago, yeah. Well, speaking of pickles, all right. our guests are here. <laughs> we were talking uh, about... <laughs> so welcome, Amanda and Isaac Toop. All right, so glad you're here. Toops. Toops, sorry. Toops. I thought that was um, just like you possessive you name of the restaurant. Apostrophe. U R S. Well, Toops Meadery is S apostrophe. Right. As in possessive right. of Toops. Nice. Yes. The plural. Yes. The but plural. But Toops, your last name, right. is has an S on it. Right. Correct. So. What's the nationality that, of that? that? I haven't met any other Toopses before. You Is that shortened for something? You need to leave New Orleans. Yeah. All of Western Louisiana. Yeah, there's, uh, no, it's, uh, it's a Cajun name. Well, I All right. Yeah. All right. Most of us yeah. originate from Thibodeau or the Homa area. And then we nice. kind of branch out from there and we're there. All right. South Louisiana mostly, although there's a couple up in Alaska. Oh, we need to move your mic just a little oh. bit. No, no, we're going to, uh, we're going to, sorry about that. Since we have another guest, you we're going to. We're oh, should we share? share? Oh, you're going to share. So you guys got to get a little cozier. I don't want to oh. get close to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Y'all work right. together all week and yeah. you sleep together at yeah, night. You don't want to share a mic. We manage not to kill each other. Sleep. <laughs> 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 we have a two-year-old. We don't sleep. And we don't oh, sleep. oh my silly. goodness. <laughs> Sleeping's for the week. Sleep when I'm dead sometime next week. So I'm sorry. You're from the you're from Homa Thibodeau area. No, I'm actually from uh, the Lafayette area. Lafayette. Okay. My right. father moved when, uh, when I was extremely young, as an unborn. 
he moved there, then then I get then, yeah. then I was born. <laughs> so I'm from uh, Rain, Louisiana, All right. or the Lafayette area, because no one knows where Rain is. The frog capital, the of, frog the world. capital of the world. Frog capital of the world. Of the world. Of the world. Of the world. Who of declares world. that? Has the UN rain declared dead. that? No, rain, rain, rain. <laughs> yeah, rain. Yeah. It's not, now, it's now they eat frogs. Do they just play with frogs? Do they display frogs? What what happens to there all the frogs? Go, all three. All even of have, them. We even have frog races. Frog races really? too. Really? Yeah. Now do you race the frogs and then eat them? Like the winner, the winner spared. Well, of course, he's got the best legs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he dies. He doesn't know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congratulations, he's won. Whack. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a frog festival there too. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's like a big deal. All right. Yeah. Huh. So, w what else is different between besides Rain and Lafayette? Range is kind of the smaller town on the, on the outside of Lafayette. There's a bunch of small towns on the outside of Lafayette. Okay. So I grew up in Rain, but when you want to go hang out or you go get a real job sometimes, you go to Lafayette. You know, it's, it's kind of like the, the big suburbs. It's not that far out. It's, it's right. really it's equivalent to like Kenner to New Orleans. Okay. okay. So it's, it's, it's really 10 minutes out. So if, if you want to come party, if you want to go get down, you go to Lafayette. <laughs> Not unless you're getting down in a barn. There was plenty of getting down in a barn. In a barn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was ra raised on a, uh, on, a, on, a, on a farm with, with some cows and a lot of chickens and a lot of dogs. And uh, I don't like to tell people that. A lot of pigs. A lot of pigs. Oh, God, the pigs. That's why Is I cook it? a lot of pigs, because I raise pigs. If anybody who ever raised pigs likes to kill pigs. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make you want. It doesn't keep make you pets. feel no. affection for them. No, no. I guess not. Uh, affection. Oh, aren't well, they I, smart? They're aren't real they? smart and they're a lot strong. They're they're so strong. You put them around a hurricane fence, say goodbye to the hurricane fence. Huh. huh. However, they're also very greedy. As in, they escape. They're very smart. They're very strong. Break down that hurricane fence, but you can lead them back with a saltine cracker. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh! He's got a cracker. Let's go back to the cage. <laughs> I love your accent. Thank That's you. I didn't realize I had one. <laughs> I, no one's ever said that to you before. Isaac's comes and goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably comes more when oh, we talk when about you home. Oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. my, my New York accent comes yeah. back when I start when talking about home. it, right? Yeah. No, when I talk about home. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and even and yeah, Isaac. Yeah. As soon as we get over the big bridge in Baton Rouge, his accent gets thick. It's weird. It's immediate. Oh. So once you get sort of into the it, motherland, it's that homesick. Yeah. <laughs> so does your does your family does your dad still have a Homa accent? Because that's a little different than uh, he grew up. In, he he was born and raised in Thibodeau, and then when he was I think about twenty, they moved to Oakdale, which is kind of central Louisiana, and then when he, he went to dental school, and then came back to Lafayette to to raise his family. So his accent is. I think he's got a real nice general southern accent. He's got a very lovely southern accent. That's what I was going for, general yeah. southern accent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he I was does. trying to explain it too much. Yeah, it's not huh. too, I don't think it's very regional. Well, but he's also educated, not that people aren't educated. Ouch. I don't want to say that, but I mean, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a dentist, so he's, he's got a very just nice cordial southern accent. Now, did you have any French speakers in your family then too, or no? Actually, um, all, all my grandparents were, were French speakers, but unfortunately the, the French got lost because my parents of the second generation, they were all were um, chastised for speaking French in school. Right. So they were reprimanded. So the French, pretty much at my father and my mother's, uh, got cut off. Now they both speak a little bit, and whatnot, and uh, and some of them more than others. But, and I know some phrases, and I can get by if you talk to me in French. I I know what's going on. Right. But we really kind of lost the accent, and and that's, that's disturbing. 
I'm upset that we lost uh, the French the French language. Your mama would say French. Cajun French. Isaac's yeah. mama right. would say that the uh, the parents when they wanted to say something the kids didn't understand they would just start speaking French. So <laughs> they uh, they so used so they didn't encourage it because they, they wanted to be able to talk around the kids and like say right. whatever they want. Amanda, you didn't grow up in Louisiana. No, I, no, I've grown up. I've uh, I was born in uh, Lake Charles, but I oh, kind of okay. grew up all over Louisiana. Um, I uh, I uh, I grew up mostly on the North Shore. So as soon as I could drive, I left. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Okay. I, but Isaac and I met in Lafayette in college, so. Oh, you yeah. went, so you went to University of Louisiana, mm -hmm. Lafayette. Yes. Yeah. When it was, when it was, it was USL. USL. It was USL. USL okay. Yeah. University of Southwestern Louisiana. Well, I was I gonna went. say slow learners, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we are. <laughs> University of Slow Learners, is that what you're saying? Well, that, that, yeah, that, was, that, that was, yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody called it back then. So how long have you been married? Ten years. Well, it'll be ten year, it'll be married ten years this year, 2013, September All right. 20th. Yeah. I remember. You get it right? Good job. I got yeah. it right. Yeah. yeah. You remember better than I do sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. It's the only thing I got working. <laughs> and were you, Isaac, in to cooking in college? Uh, I didn't realize that I had been into cooking pretty much my entire life. I didn't realize until I, I, I ventured out and was talking to other people and realized, it's like, oh, so what's your dad cook? Well, my dad doesn't cook. What, what do you mean your dad doesn't cook? My dad cooks, my mom cooks, my uncles cook. Everybody cooks. Yeah. And I grew up thinking that everybody's father, everybody's uncle, I thought everybody cooked. Right. Well, no, that, so I kind of <laughs> grew up in like, in a, in a, in a sheltered culinary zone where everybody cooks oh. and took it the, seriously and, and really was into right it. Exactly. Yeah. the men cook pigs and bull crawfish outside uh the women cook inside not that there's anything wrong with you know men and women being separate or whatnot but that's how it was and literally you know i grew up you know, you know i can't come over to my best friend's house I, I gotta cook the beef wellington that's that's actually a conversation that happened <laughs> and i'm about 10 or 11 and i'm like yeah no no, no i gotta i'm, I'm cutting onions we, we gotta go the gumbo's late. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people have said that uh, Cajun culture is one of the few subcultures in America where the men cook more than the women do usually. I think that's fair. That, yeah. that, that, that's fair. And, and, and it's, it's different things we cook and different things right. we prepare. Sure, we, we might we will kill the ducks and we will we'll smoke the ducks. We'll drink a lot of whiskey in between it. Sure. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, we, we do all cook. And I didn't realize that until I kind of ventured out, out of the home territory. Uh. It, it was, it was really kind of weird to me. So, what was your first uh, experience cooking professionally? Then, if professionally was Prejean's restaurant, uh, right uh, right on the uh, the north tip of Lafayette, and when I it was just a job, and I literally went like, well, you know, I was working at a TV station uh, at the time, you know, just bounced around job to job. I'm going, well, you know, let me try the cooking thing, you know, whatever, you know, I can cook, and I got there, and I'm like. I can do this. This is kind of fun. And I really, it was that. It was, it was just that. I can do this. It's kind of fun. Let me try this out. And I went and I did it. like, well, I'm kind of moving up. This is good. This is fun. And I realized that if I'm going to cook for a living, if I'm going to take this seriously, I've got to come to New Orleans. Huh. The, the, I've got to come to the culinary hub. I wasn't going to San Francisco. I wasn't going to New York. Way too cold. <laughs> if I'm going to cook, might as well cook in the professional time. And this is when I was so naive. I didn't know what professional cooking was. Huh. Not at all. How long ago was this? This was 12 years ago, probably. So this before right? you got married, but you had already been dating at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Isaac was sort of, he was a wanderer. He didn't know exactly what he wanted to do when we met. Um, fell, in, fell into it. Yeah, you all just right. kind of fell But in, 
But you immediately took to it. Yeah. Did you know what you wanted him to do when uh, you met? No, <laughs> he was um, he was working at the TV station, and he was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, what do you like to do? And he said, I like to cook. I said, go get a job. <laughs> and that's what happened. And I'm like, I'll show her. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. This cooking thing's fun. <laughs> no, I'm a proud chef's wife. I love that he does that because he's one of the few people that I, I literally know that he was born to do that. And I can't even say that for myself. Like, huh. I, I'm kind of one of those, as long as I'm around people, and kind of, I can kind of do whatever, you know. But yeah. he's, he really has always had a passion and a, and a feel for something. And I find that so admirable. There's not a lot of people out there that have that. Wow. And it's nice you're supportive. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Because uh, yeah, yeah. you kind of have to be passionate, right, and, and have support. It's hard to, uh, it's a hard life in working in for restaurants, sure. right? For sure. I mean, now, did you work together before uh, before no. your current <laughs> no, place? No, no, When you were no, in Cuvée, no. you weren't there, right? No, 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 no. I, um, I, I... What am I doing? I'm pointing like we're on TV. This is radio. <laughs> That's okay. I, was, I, caught I, was, it. I was, caught it. I'm like, I, yeah, but the listeners You her. Yeah. <laughs> no, my background's wine. So okay. um, I managed uh, Wine Institute New Orleans for oh, right. the first four years that they were open. It was just a wonderful experience. Uh -huh. And so... Um, but before that, I had been in just in sales. And I always worked days and he worked nights. And I sort of figured, if we're really just going to... We've always been ships passing in the night for years. It was uh. kind of like I work days, he work nights. But I was like, I need that to change. So I knew his, like I said, he's got this passion. He's not changing. I need to figure out something I can do at night that I'm passionate about. And wine was it. So it really just kind of made sense for us. Okay. Don't short yourself. You're wonderful at wine. I am. I'm a good drinker. I'm a good drinker. <laughs> <laughs> I want to step back a little bit um, and ask you, so you went from Prejean's. Am I saying it right? Mm -hmm. Prejean's to uh, move into New Orleans. Y'all came here together. And then what was your first uh, job in the restaurant business in New Orleans? Funny story. I, I, I stage at two places. I stage at first, Commander's Palace. I'm working at Commander's Palace, and I'm 20. Wow. You know, shaking in my boots, shaking in my boots. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. There's these professional cooks who are... Who, or, or I think who are fresh cooks. I really don't know at the time. I don't know what's going on. There's 40 cooks in, in, in the place. Everything's going on. I don't know what's happened. This guy's putting me on. He's like, hey, we're going to do your stage. We're going to try you out. Chop these apples. I'm chopping these apples. I slice my thumb right open. Mm. <laughs> I turn white. I start sweating. I say, I got to go to the bathroom. It's your first day? Uh, oh, first day. Oh, no, no but it's just a stage. Not, not even my first day. Just a stage. Just a, a, the trial. Not even paying me. Nothing. And I'm nervous. It's all living hell. Slice my thumb wide open. I go to the bathroom, flash some water in my face, you know, make it look like I'm fine. Whatever. <laughs> Walk out there, finish the stage. They offer me the job. Next day, I go into Emeralds Delmonico. Same thing. I do a stage. I don't cut myself. Oh. They <laughs> say cut the other thumb. Yeah. Right, right, right. I cut somebody else. No. <laughs> and I, I saw there's only about uh, 10 cooks in that restaurant, and there was 40 in, in the Commander's Palace, and I didn't cut myself. Well, I said, well, based on pretty much just that, I said, well. I've embarrassed must, myself here, Must huh? be some sort of sign. <laughs> I went with Emeralds Del Monaco. Funnier oh. side of the story, I thought that was Emeralds. Ah. I go to work. They both offer me the job, Commander's Palace and Emeralds Del Monaco. It's not till three weeks after I'm working. I'm fry cooking, Emeralds Del Monaco. I'm having a conversation. What do you mean this isn't Emeralds? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I've been working there most of a month going, <laughs> is this an Emeralds? Like, no, no, no. Emeralds is done on Julian's shop. Where the hell am I? We were in Emeralds, Delmonico. 
What? These, there's two? <laughs> no, there's three. Damn! <laughs> and, uh, it, 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 and it's funny now. But it ended up being the best mistake I ever made because, you know... It, so I, your I, friends I, are coming to visit you there or whatever, and they're like, where is he? Huh? We never heard of him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was actually okay. My friends couldn't afford to eat it either. <laughs> For sure. Oh, that's fun. Well, maybe maybe uh, I, I see your, your uh, plus one is here. We don't know who that is. The maybe you should guess. introduce. He's yeah. a mystery. It would only be better if he were in a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> We, yeah, we, yeah, we I think you should have wore a mask. No, stay away. <laughs> so who the hell are you, and why did they invite you? Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Uh, right, yeah, who's your daddy, what does he do? Retired, have a good time. <laughs> uh, my name is Neil Garnon. I uh, am the owner of Vending Machine Winery, my wife and I. And um, we live in Mid-City, though our winery is in Napa. I brought some wine for us to try, new vintages that we oh, just yeah. bottled the Friday before Super Bowl. That was wow. here in New Orleans. And, um, and so I brought a couple of fun things. Uh, uh, we, we make uh, very small production wines in Napa. So I'll, I'll pour and then I'll tell you a little bit about us and what we're, what we're about. Ooh, Great. exciting. Cool. Yes. yes. They're very exciting. And what we love about them is I've, I've known Neil and his wife for a while and I, I adore them. But what's great about it is our restaurants in Mid-City, the winemakers are in Mid-City. And so we feel a real kinship to the wines. You know, we love to promote them in the restaurant. And so we carry almost all of his wines. We carry three out of four, which ain't bad. Now, why don't you carry the fourth? Oh, it's terrible. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> you know I had to ask. You asked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I carry a lot of his other wines that they, they distribute as well. So. Now, okay. I'm, I'm a painter, so I'm into color. That's great. I, I'm not, I don't know much about wine, so you'll have to educate us. But this is a beautiful color. Isn't it beautiful? It smells great, too. Uh, so uh, if you're an artist, so you'll, you'll be interested to know that my brother-in-law is an artist also. Um, and he does all our artwork for our labels. Oh, great. Um, his name is Grant Shaxner. He's from Arnickville, which is not too far yeah, from my know it is. <laughs> and um, mm -hmm. uh, my sister's a graphic designer, so she does all our graphic design. Um, this wow, is our new one. Uh, this is our new yeah. horror show. And before I show it to you, I should tell you, this is our third vintage. Um, horror show is a blend, a fun blend of, uh, we wanted to make a dark brooding fun wine. Horror show is a slang term from Clockwork Orange, where they're going to go out and it's going to be a real horror show. But they're beating up bums, doing terrible things. But they're having fun. So I wanted to make a wine that kind of had <laughs> that kind of connection. Sort of a, a bum-beating wine. Yeah, yeah bum-beating wine. <laughs> I love it. Let's go. drink enough. Let's go beat, beat some, some bums. bums. Yeah. <laughs> you drink enough, you might be end up doing that. that oh, night. well, let's not do that. Uh, ultraviolet. <laughs> I, I We're love kidding. A little ultraviolet. I didn't realize that like the horror was actually an Anthony Burgess reference. Yeah, I didn't know. Is. And he's my favorite author ever. And, and, and I didn't also, Delicious. I, I should tell you also, it's I, I love old delicious. horror films. Old, uh, so anyway, we change the label of this every year. The first year was kind of looking like a zombie in a movie theater. though. Uh, and then the second year, we did a take on The Shining Twins, which was very, very scary. And I, I thought it was the scariest of, one you did. I got a lot of it was so scary. Like, like, I don't want to yeah. buy that because the label's too scary. So this year, it's our third year, so we did a 3D label, which is pretty interesting. Huh. And this is Horror Show. And uh, cool. to, to let you know what it's like. The, oh, wait, that's the uh, monster from the Black Lagoon, yes. maybe. Yeah, there that's you go. the first 3D movie my wife and I saw. Well, not together. We were yes. very little. I had, a, <laughs> but, uh, I had a poster of that in my playroom as a kid. Oh, yeah. your well, mom was so good to you. Give you a monster in your playroom. So we did, oh, yeah. a, um, we did a label with the creature. Um, that's really great, Neil. I didn't see my new label. I had an uncle look like that. <laughs> He's actually. Uh, I kind of look a little like that. No, you don't. You know, it's kind of funny when when Grant was doing the painting. We were talking on the phone. He was in. He they live in Chicago, so he was at a studio. It was kind of late night, and I was in New Orleans, and we were both uh, probably buzzing pretty good. And uh, we were talking about the creature and how we wanted to represent the monster. You know, we were like, well, 
Uh, two things, you know, the monster's scary, so what's something we don't like uh, that we see a lot in New Orleans, and I'm probably going to lose fans for this, but um, the, the eyes of the creature are based on the blue dog, which we think is so overdone. He's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a monster. I agree. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And, and, and then, but we love the creature, so we based him on Bismarck Key, which was one of our favorite rappers. And He's awesome. Yeah. So that's the He's label. Great. Um, we have a couple of release parties on this coming up Friday at Swirl in Mid City. Yes. And then next Thursday at Farberg Wines, which is a new wine, a newer wine shop. Our, one of our best friends, Kat, is doing a launch party for the new vintages. I've heard of that. Where is that? Um, Farberg Wines is on St. Claude. Kind of that, close to yeah, I read about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed um, to be good. Great place. Yeah, yeah. And a um, dear friend of ours, Kat, opened okay. it pretty recently. They opened around Thanksgiving, I yeah. think. Wait, so you have your own vineyard in California? Um, so we're like about 80% of um, wineries buy their fruit from far farmers. Okay, okay. All our stuff is made in Napa, and uh, right on the outskirts of Stag's Leap District, at White Rock Vineyard, which is, uh, started growing grapes in the 1870s. So a lot of pedigree behind it. Um, our winemaker... Is it bottled uh, there and all that, too? Uh, everything's bottled there, okay. yeah. Our warehouse is in Napa until you know it's bought by the distributor here, which is Neat Wines, Max Lubier, and his wife, Vicky. And I also work for them. And, um, and a little bit about this one. This is our only non-Napa wine, but it's California. And the reason why it's not Napa is the grapes we use in this are very unique and first time this blend has ever been put these grapes have ever been put together in a blend um, the blend is uh, it's about one-third each uh, Suzao, Matapolciano and Tanat and I should describe what those grapes are a little obscure uh, yeah yeah so Suzao is a Portuguese grape and to me has a very uh, unique flavor profile of plums and um, and actually is used in port a lot and uh, and it's been described as making Petit Sirah look light so I wanted to start off with a very dark colored wine for horror show and, uh, and, and I was really interested in that flavor profile. And then Montepulciano is an Italian grape, which has very red berry flavor profile, uh, bright fruit, Italian grape, um, but also very dark in color. And then finally, Tanat is a, they grow a lot of it in southern France and Uruguay. And it's very earthy, earthy and terroir driven as far as the flavor profile. So these together are very different flavor profiles, but they work in harmony together to make a great little bottle of wine. Um, so let me ask you, what would y'all this wine with in your restaurant? Well, I think what's so great this about a lot of the, well, all the wines that I carry, and their wines in general, but all the wines that they make, they're very, like, forward wines. And Isaac's the same way with flavor profiles. Isaac's very aggressive in flavor profiles. So the, the wines are not going to be demure up against uh. the food, and the food's not going to be demure up against the wine. Um, one of our favorite dishes that we, that, that we sell in and Isaac loves too is, is our lamb neck and it's a whole neck of a lamb um, with a, a black eyed pea ragu and a little militant chow chow um, it's pretty beautiful like I, one of my favorite things to say whenever a wine meets like the perfect food is like the clouds parted and like the you know this the sun came down and you were like it's beautiful yeah it's just that's so, the way I so feel so you met him when were you were you at Wino I met him or? at Wino yeah okay. yeah 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 and um and Max Lubier has known my my husband since he was six or seven years old. Our best friend. I swam in Max Lubier's swimming trunks when I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> our, our While he was well, yeah, I was going to say, no, yeah, right? No, no. I was the same you both size fit? as Max Lubier. <laughs> 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 Clarify that, yeah, please. No. <laughs> our best friend. He was friend. a creepy uncle. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Max Lubier's uh, uh, nephew and, uh, is, it happens to be my best friend since the second grade, uh, yeah. one Kyle Johnston. And I you know, didn't realize at the time who the guy was. We just went to Uncle Max's and Aunt Vicky's over in New Orleans to go see a Billy Joel concert. 
Mm. Uh, and they just tagged us along. We didn't know who the hell Billy Joel was back then either. We just like, yeah, let's go, let's go, and, you know. And so Mac, Max part time is uh, manages Billy jo- road manages for Billy Joel. I should say what that's about. Yeah, oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm, you're, no, 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 probably no, no. going. How does that work? <laughs> it all makes sense in my brain. <laughs> anyway, he's a great guy, and um, and you know we, my, Monica, my wife, and I work for him selling a lot of very tiny production wines, and and we really wanted to start our own. Of course, we don't make enough production to really make a living off that. And him and Vicky support us and let us do what we want to do, and uh, it works out well. And you know, we we definitely are are more edgy towards the geek wine. This wine you're drinking right now is only 300 cases of production on this, and that's our biggest wow. one right now to date. Um, we bottled this. I already said that, but the first time we bottled, actually, our first three wines, we or our core wines, are a Chardonnay called Lula's Revenge and. Uh, Lula is L-O-U-L-A, so it's Louisiana abbreviated twice. Revenge has to do with how we come back to our way of life. We do 33-year-old vines, so old vine Chardonnay, and uh, it's really a beautiful wine. We're bottling new vintage in on the 29th of this month, and um, very excited. But anyway, the first time we bottled was the day after the Saints won the Super Bowl, and I was pretty drunk being a New Orleanian. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I remember calling Christopher, our winemaker, and saying, you know, man, this is so fucking cool. Sorry. You, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Let it run. So I was like, man, this is really fucking cool. The Saints won the Super Bowl. I can't believe I didn't do that. Yeah. Beat you to it. Hey, usually Margo's the first one to swear yeah, on the okay. show. Margo, yeah. so, let's get yeah. it out. Come on. So, let's so, get it out. So anyway, uh, he, he then sends me a video of our first bottling, and he's like, this is also pretty fucking cool. And here we are. We started. That was only 150 cases of three wines, so 50 cases each, and now we're growing growing every year we're huh. in different markets now we're doing really well in new york um philadelphia carries us in new jersey and we're still kind of trying to keep control and keep inventory in louisiana first because this is where we live and we're at all the great restaurants toops really does a great job with our wines uh their staff larry is awesome and, and you know everybody there is just so nice i eat there at least once a week he sure <laughs> so is there so, so is there a wine you. store we could walk in and buy it by the bottle yes or, uh, okay so we're very close to ilio's Oh, right. They carry our stuff. Wonderful. Um, yeah, it's right one block where, from where released, we are. They have the Shining Twins one still. Yeah. Um, Swirl has it in Mid-City. Ah. Cork and Bottle has it in Mid-City. Uh, Farberg Wines, like I said, they carry all our wines and do really well with it. Um, and we're in... Uh, and what's the price range? Like, what would be uh, so, your cheapest ones that you carry? So, our show is our least expensive wine. You could probably find it on a shelf around $25 uh, or a little under $30. Um, and most of our wines are in that price point. Okay. What's your most expensive one? Do you have like a... Um, we did make a reserve wine once called the Eccentric, which was um, 100% Cap Franc, and it was probably about 55 retail, so it was a little uh, expensive, but we only made 40 cases. We sold did heavier bottles, hand waxed it, and we sold it in like, you know, two weeks. It was... We should have made more, but we couldn't afford the grapes. We're small. Uh. <laughs> so we, 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 we make as much as we can. All the money we make from it goes back into the next vintage. We don't, you know... It's a lot. It's more of a uh, of a thing of passion and, and a lot of labor fun. love. Baby. Labor love. Y'all so, know a little tell bit us all about it. Tell us all about it. But you know, if you want, I can pop the other one and we can talk about that too. Yeah, let's. Um, oh, is it time okay. for book questions or should we? Um, sure. Well, uh, maybe we should pause for a second, do that, and then get back to the next wine. You want to do that? Yeah. I think we're about that time, right? Um. You, yeah, you're welcome to cork it while we're. Uh, oh yeah, you can cork it while we're doing while we're doing yeah, we're setting this up. That'd be good. So this is uh, we asked y'all questions from this book that was famous in the '80s, the book of questions. So okay. you tell us your favorite. I was number. born in the '70s. 
You were born in the 70s, really? <laughs> yeah. Late 70s, late huh? 70s, when, late 70s. 79. So, oh, Wow. Yeah, this was a bestseller when you were still in diapers, I yes. think. Yeah, right on. And it, and it sounds like it, too. Ask but that's, me a question. That's go the ahead. charm. Okay, I'm going to pick your number for you since you were born in 79. Let's go with 79. All Does right. that make you yeah. uncomfortable? No, no, that's awesome. Okay. For $20,000, would you go for three months without washing, brushing your teeth, or using deodorant? He did that before I met that him. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what he was going to say. $20,000, I'd go six months. No, are you kidding? Okay. I've cleaned up all of that stuff. I'm go no. three years. <laughs> and that's $1980, too. So yeah, that's yeah, inflation. inflation. Now, yeah. I don't even have to. This was going to say... Uh, there was more to it. Assume you could not explain your reasons to anyone and that there would be no long-term effect on your career. So you didn't even need to know that, that it wouldn't no, affect no, your course, career. No, no, of course. I'm the boss. Who, who <laughs> the employees would be like, chef stinks. Jesus, happened Christ. I just wouldn't let him out of the kitchen. <laughs> stay back there. Just stay at work. Darn. But it does harken back to his college days. <laughs> when you fell and in you love with him. Right, yeah. yeah. I was like, I love you. Did you bathe today? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. All right. Well, what's your number? Oh, I'll take um, I'll take sixty nine. I like to be close to Isaac at all times. In number as well. Are we talking close. sex here too? No, we are not talking at all. sex. No. Yes. I'm like, are we going? No. In fact, no. just 69, last night, like really no. close, no. especially when he done brush his teeth. No, for twenty thousand. No. We do or, that now. We brush I'm, just kidding. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Family's a dentist. We brush teeth. But that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If our friend were almost always late. Would you resent it or simply allow for it? Can you be counted on to be on time? I can be counted on to be on time within five minutes, always. Always. And wow. um, I have a dear friend who is always late. And I love her to bits. Her name's Peggy Johnston. She needs to be on time more often. Um, she's married to our best friend, Kyle Johnston. Um, and I love her to bits, and I just allow it. I just know that Peggy's going to be late. <laughs> We and you do you resent it? You say no. I don't resent it unless I have reservations. No, yeah, okay. we make. And then I get very, I get very angst. You know, I'm, I'm like very anxiety driven whenever I'm late. Y'all probably don't get to go out and to dinner very often too. We don't do go out to dinner not, that not often. Not as much, but, but that's because you know the new business, and we have we have a wonderful little two year old poppy tubes. Poppy tubes. Poppy yes. tubes. Poppy nice. tubes. Yeah. What's the middle name? Matil. 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 Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because the Are middle those... name is only for letting a child know when she's in trouble. <laughs> Poppy <laughs> Matil tubes. <laughs> or she says, tubes. 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 All right, Neil, your turn. Congratulations. Yeah, I allow. Um, I'll take thirteen. Thirteen. Word. And no I have to say, y'all were really. You were. The earliest guests we've had. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm very pumped. We don't expect that. I'm I mean, very we don't, but, but Yeah. Okay. <coughs> what would uh, constitute a perfect evening for you? Oh, oh man. So many different answers skip for that. Skip the sex scenes. Skip the sex scenes. And? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I like to laugh a lot. And if I'm laughing all night long... Uh, you know, I'm happy, so that's all there is to it. I think uh, I think a lot of a lot of my happiness has to do with my laughter and, and just enjoying life in general. So, for a good night, I, I, you know, obviously good wine and uh, and good food. You were eating at Tube's Meadery, is what you were about to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eight forty-five North Carrollton. I'd start, I'd start, start off with the chef's lunch, uh, you know, for lunch nice and then I go from there. Nice. They have a really good chef lunch special. Um, yeah. So just uh, just. Just everything going right, you know, just a regular day, but 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty happy guy. I don't have, Neil too, is not a happy too much guy. Uh, gets in, in my way of being happy. No, I agree. I don't and are you, seen him are you from here? Born and raised. Brother Martin for your next question. <laughs> <laughs> we know nice. where you went to high school. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, is uh, that second wine ready? Yeah, if you're ready. Uh, her glass still has wine in it, which I'm surprised. It usually uh, goes fast. Shooter. Come uh, on. No, I, you know, Knock it I'm out. Shoot it. It tastes too nice. Can I, can I just Yeah, uh, you can read Yeah, you can share you want a little more in this. He's not, he's looking at oh, you like oh, share. share. I'm not really sure. What the hell We're with sharing? you share? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have a glass over here. No sharing, share. No, yeah. <laughs> so well, this is um, This is my favorite one he makes actually. That's how you know my, might I interject? Yeah, I, you know, I usually have a, a pour protector cuz We uh, don't need to uh, like spit this on the floor or anything. Please don't. No, please last, don't uh, spit. We're at the pro stop. Monday night for Christ's sake. Did you just call it Oh, he don't start with Froze me. Top. He did it. Yeah. He did it on purpose, Froze too, because I told you. You know, this goes especially good with burgers, doesn't it, this wine? Oh, really? is that, sure. Is, yeah. yeah. So this okay, is our this double is shotgun. Different. I love it. It is. This favorite. is very it's different like than a lot of spicy. wines. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just pop these. This one could probably use a decanning if you want to get fancy. But I, I like wine to be ready pretty quickly. So this is a, a unique blend also. It's a half Petit Verdot, half Cap Franc, 50-50. Those two grapes are used in Bordeaux a lot, a lot of times as blending grapes. The name of this wine is Double Shotgun. And the story behind it is that if these two grapes retired in New Orleans, they couldn't afford a mansion on St. Charles. They would live in a double shotgun house, one on one side and one on the other. So the label is actually a painting of a double shotgun. And above the doors, there's a PB and a CF for Petit Bordeaux Cap Franc. So it's oh, like nice. their addresses. So it really does. Uh, most of our wines have a New Orleans connection, uh, being born and raised here, obviously. And, and this um, label hasn't changed. This label will not change. We'll, we'll keep making this as long as we can get the grapes in there That's at the right quality. Label. Thank you. I agree. Uh, Grant did a great job on this. He, he has some other shotgun paintings that are represented by uh, Orange Gallery on Royal Street. If you get a chance of, uh, to check out some of his artwork, she carries some of it. And he's also represented in Chicago. Margaret's family has a gallery on uh, Royal Street. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, antiques, nothing yeah. new. Well. It's got to be 100 years or older. This no. is not. In 100 years, she'll be. <laughs> her, her, her grandchildren will be carrying his art in another 100 years. But I years. love this artwork because it's got depth, too. It's a pretty, um, yeah, and you know, nice shotgun, you know, but you can see that. The horror show is kind of harder to see his artwork because he had to do three paintings in order to get the 3D effects. So the oh. background was a painting, the cypress trees, and then the monster. And it's lenticular, so it kind of looks like he's underwater a little bit. Mm -hmm. And this one's just a straight-up double shotgun house. Um, this is 2011 Y'all Are Drinking, which, again, just was very recently bottled and um, again released this Friday for everybody to taste for free at Swirl and Thursday Thursday at Bar Wines next Thursday. You can also taste it at Toots Meadery. There's Toots Meadery located again? 845 North Carrollton. Wait, I didn't hear that. Say that again. 845 North Carrollton. And they do really well with this wine and they do really well with the and they do great with the horror show. We do do great with the I should say this, I have, you know, my phone number is on every cork and I get a lot of uh, text messages and phone calls for questions, which are great. I love that. I love getting That's calls. That's clever to have your It's, phone it's very number much a what personal is that phone. What is that phone number? Yes. Like, did you get one, too? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to call it now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call it now. I'm, I'm not busy. 504-481-7154, and you can find that on every cork, so I won't repeat yeah. it. You'll have to, if you can't remember that, right. you'll have to go buy back a bottle and of buy wine. a bottle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, this but, but we a get a lot question. of text messages from Toops with uh, the menu and the bottle, and we put that on 
on our Facebook. So it's a lot of fun for the uh, for the people. Do who people are text fans you while well. they're eating at Tubes. Yeah, yes, like, really at Tubes and other places also. I mean, we're 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 at other restaurants. I'm not. And while they're in the middle, of the <laughs> really, Isaac's don't bigger exist. than me. Why would you want? Wait, <laughs> other, other restaurants exist. No, Isaac no. carries knives. No, <laughs> right next to him. No, 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 no. But yeah, we we, we yeah. do get a lot of support from a no, lot of great restaurants. You're safe as long as it's not his own thumb, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, well, I'm sorry. What was your no, question? There's a, no bad question. It is. It's a bad. It's a dumb question. I I said silly, but it's a dumb question. Yeah. I love corks. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I, I just like corks. Do you okay. do crafty but things with corks? That's not a real cork, though. Is it? I, yes. Do you read? Yeah, we spend no, a lot of time on corks. No, I do not. Okay. Okay. To reduce <laughs> the cork board, don't you? But I would no. But I have held on to corks because I thought I'd do something more. You know, more creative than those things and I never did but I, I like corks I just yeah, but uh, wh why do people why do bottles have screw on now what, okay what is that that's a real easy question and it's not a bad question not a dumb question no I think it's um, there's there's screw caps on higher end wines and lower end wines you find them on on different things um, uh, screw caps are you know here's a real promotion for screw caps uh, first off, corks, you can get about 5% of wines with a cork can be bad because of the cork. I mean, you're taking this off a tree, so there's possibility of having bad stuff in the bottom. I'm going to go real simple with this. Um, so if you were making a car, that would destroy, 5% of the cars would destroy, you know, everything inside of it. it but it won't look as cool, maybe. You might change the design of the car. Uh, that's a very extreme example. It certainly was. <laughs> I was like, everyone dies. Wow. No, everyone dies, and then you went to no, screw no, but, top. But, but I mean, <laughs> but just think if you had. Wait, I mean, Ford it, actually it, did that, didn't they? they? That was what they were sued for in the seventies. Screw tops? No, no not screw tops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People yeah. dying. What, what was the What was the car? Do you remember what I'm the talking Pinto, about? The Pinto, right? The Pinto, I think it was. The yeah, the there was Pinto. like it was like a thirty-nine dollar device they could change that would make it much safer. But put the the plastic cylinder around the actual gas tank. Right. But it was thirty-nine dollars a car times two million cars. So. Screw yeah. that. Let's kill people. Yeah. Let the children die. Pinto's cost Which is about thirty-nine dollars. No, it's not. No. Um, but but we we stick with corks. Now we do spend extra money on our corks than other people use. Um, we we try to get the highest grade uh, uh, corks we can get. There's uh, different. There's levels of. Um, Where are your corks coming from? Portugal. Portugal. It's, there's one yeah. town in Portugal, isn't it? Or one um, region know, you, or something you, like that? You're or? talking uh, in, in an area where I don't know exactly what area of Portugal our corks come from. Um, we let our winemaker do that part. We stick with, uh, with the flavor profiles. The I was reading about Croatian corks recently. That's why I was asking. Uh, I mean, look, there, oh. there's that's, cork that's trees the only reason everywhere. Why I love yeah. Croatian. There was a large Croatian community here. That would be mm -hmm. a, could be a... Well, we do have an, a we you know we definitely are focused with our Louisiana base being lived here. Our winemaker's wife is from here, named Sarah. She used to work at Dante's Kitchen way back in the day. She's also oh. a winemaker now in Napa, and um, and they're in town a lot. So we have this great relationship, and we've we've met a lot of wine people just as Amanda has through Wino. You know, when you're in the wine business, you meet a ton of people, and and we really gelled with Christopher, and he studied in Burgundy and Bordeaux, and, we, and he really. Uh, White Rock Vineyards is a very special place, so we just fell in love, and we were lucky enough to be able to buy fruit and start our project, and everyone seems to love it, and, and you know, it's, it's been going really well. We're very, very excited about, about what we're doing with the wine and with Your wines are okay. where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're more than okay. It's just they're Wait, wonderful. getting back to death. Oh. Sorry. Oh, wow. Get back to death. Isaac, try me. This is a segue. Back to death. When were we in death? I thought... That you throw tomahawks. 
Whoa! <laughs> that was a knife, by the way. Yes, that was not a tomahawk being thrown at no, me, but I, I could have... fit uh, my pants. <laughs> tomahawk. Well, that, that's enough, though. You don't need a tomahawk when you got that. What? No, what? Isaac Tomahawk Tubes. That's it's, your middle name? It, Is that when you get Yeah, trouble? I love it. That was my middle Isaac name. Isaac Tomahawk sure. Tubes. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, a name you get when you end up throwing a lot of tomahawks. Uh, yeah, well, that's um, my is hobbies. That, uh, How old were you <laughs> when uh, you started that hobby? When I started throwing knives and things, yeah. my father gave me a Swiss Army knife when I was probably eight, and I immediately started throwing that. So I lost that. Not made for throwing. No, no. I throw all kinds of knives not made for throwing. You should see my backyard. Just because a knife is not made for throwing doesn't mean I'm not going to throw it. <laughs> we need a demonstration at some point. we got to get oh you to throw some gosh. knives around here. Yeah. Uh, deal. Oh. I don't own this restaurant. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Somebody might you guys have come a over here for a second? Somebody was, you want to put an apple on your uh, head for a second? I'm not, <laughs> let's use a hamburger. I'm not sure. <laughs> hard as a brick. I'm not sure where it came from, but I always love to throw knives and throw tomahawks and throw axes. And you got it. It's bladed. You got something I can stick it into. It's going to happen. Our neighbors are never very, never very conversational to us wherever we live. They always, they always keep a distance. And they're like, they're no, scared really, as hell. Do you have any in the restaurant? In their do you have a little yeah. in the alley? Do you have a little? No, no, no it, it's, it's in the kitchen. We just set up a corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you know if the newbies are like gonna yeah, last, right? You make them line up against the wall, and you. Like, oh yeah. crap. Isaac's always been make very tracings. knife oriented. There's actually a great wow. video of him floating around. Um, Carterizing one of his line cook's wounds. He said, can you pass a drug test? The line cook said no. And he said, well, you can't go to the hospital, so you better get back to work. And he carterized his wound stop, right there in the kitchen. We, we had, <laughs> you made a video of it? There's a video. Got, Who thought to I make the it. video? <laughs> another uh, line cook. My, su- my current, funny story, my Wait current sous chef, uh, uh, who, who I worked with back in the day, it just happened, I carterized a bunch of people, but I never thought to film it. Okay, so the guy's bleeding in your guy's kitchen. Bleeding. Yeah, can't pass a drug test and doesn't have insurance and doesn't have any. And money. you say, wait a second, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn this thing shut, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and while I'm doing that, wait, hold on a second. While you're bleeding, let me go get my camera. No, no somebody no, else no, got no, their no, camera. No, no. Okay, I was cauterizing. He's in- and after the fact, someone else was like, "Oh man, that was a great video." I'm like, "You filmed this? I could get fired for that." <laughs> was it? Pra- when you, are you allowed to place? Do you have a license free? to practice? No, medicine? it was oh, no. at a place that rhymes with El Monaco. El Monaco. Run by run by guy who sounds like shimmerals. <laughs> he loves wham. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to fire me. They can't fire me now. What are they going to do? Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you what was the most exciting thing that happened while you were at um, El Monaco's. Uh, El Monaco's. Um, but oh, that, that, that it, sounds pretty exciting to me, to get no, to cauterize. Uh, well, well, to, to, boy, a cauterize is someone sure. That was, that was actually just part of the job. I like, but, I've, <laughs> but I've cooked for a lot of like uh, really famous people. But I think cooking for Buzz Aldrin was like just the stuck out. The, like, astronaut. Yeah. the astronaut. Oh, you know what though? Kid. I'm not impressed with that. You know why? Because he like he drank Tang, right? He ate like a. Uh, Anything's gonna be impressive to him. Okay, what about getting get <laughs> right? I mean, like you know, what about like, dry ice cream? yeah, exactly. Whoa. Dehydrated ice cream tubes. No Come one on. said if he that Buzz was impressed. <laughs> Isaac was I impressed. Was impressed. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> I'm cooking a shrimp. And then you come out and go, Buzz, let's have Can a knife throwing contest. You? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I cauterize you? He's recently you? divorced. He's like 90. Buzz, He's got yeah, Buzz could have oh, cauterized wow. me, and I'd have cut myself just get cauterized. <laughs> by the way, how cool is it that an astronaut's named Buzz, by the way, yeah, too? Right. Buzz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, that was the most exciting thing? One of the, your most exciting experiences? Oh, I, th- I think that's that's one that kind of hit me. You know, I've, I cooked for many, like, uh, 
like millionaires and and and, uh, and actors and and uh, people who professional sports players, but it always resonates back to Buzz Aldrin. That was really caught me like ass. So did you know like when the or, with the the waiters yeah. come running and going Buzz is out there? I specifically asked this like. What is he? Because that's one about? of the most famous people of the 20th century. But oh, I wouldn't know what he looks like absolutely. if I saw him. You know, it's oh no, not... no, 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 I don't. I, I didn't actually meet him. Did yeah. he wear the outfit? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he came in a space suit. That would have been amazing. Glass. It's like lost in space. He's like in a gold suit. <laughs> Barbecue shrimp. <laughs> All right. So, oh, what wow. was the worst experience in the kitchen? There. Worst? Oh, being yelled like, at by Chef Emerald himself. Wow. What? What'd you do? No, you know what? He wasn't even yelling at me. He was just talking to me. It, it was a loud atmosphere. And he's like, Isaac, is that knife sharp? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and I've been there maybe a year. Never really ne ne hadn't met the guy yet. Just seen the guy walk by. And I'm so enamored. And you know, you're so scared. Wait, slow down for a second. You've been there a year. The thing's named for him. And you hadn't really no, met him yet. he was at Delphonica. Met? Well, no, no, no. Oh, seen him. Seen him, yeah. Right. Seen see him in the first couple of weeks passing by, checking up, up and everything. But I'm 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 the lowly you know prep cook in the back, just oh. like you know looking over the table, hiding from him or whatnot. Yeah. But the first actual interaction was was you know he's using my he's he's grabbed my my butcher knife, start cutting filet mignon, uh, and you know he's working and whatnot. And before right before he grabs it, he goes, "What's your name?" Isaac. <laughs> Isaac. Is knife sharp? Yes. <laughs> and he continues, and that was it. And that was my worst moment ever. That, that was really my worst That's moment. That's as bad as it gets. That's oh, wonderful. Oh, That's no, no, good. That you got a good life. It, it, yeah. That's a good moment for me. Yeah. If that happened to me, I'd it be got, bragging about you know, that. It, 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 it could have gotten worse, but that was probably my worst reaction. <laughs> uh, like, you know, if he'd have said anything else to it, I probably just did Wait yourself. I love that he's never, like, mentioned the 100-hour weeks and the, like... Exactly. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah, for, like, yeah, yeah. No. Weeks, yeah, whatever. That's, yeah, whatever. That was last week. Weeks, yeah. Well, let's talk about your food just a little bit, because that's the one big elf in the room we haven't talked about. I, I know. Mean, that's amazing. Yeah, okay, so it. you have this restaurant that. that people love, <laughs> and... Now, you were at Cuvée, and that's, that was a lot of people's favorite restaurant in the city or in the top ten. A lot of people yeah. loved it. It, it was shocked when it, when it went away. I guess it's yeah. still gone, right? Yeah, it's, it's gone. Still yeah. still gone. Unbelievable. But, um, you know, it, it seems like, I mean, for what people have said, it seems like, you know, when you were freed from Cuvée to do your own thing, you've gotten earthier and more personal and all that in your, in your cooking. The crackling is something that, like, I, I found a crackling. comment. Crackling. 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 See, I can't. Skip the G. <laughs> Come on, Yankee. Get it together. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. you're right. Give well, it hell. I'm not very articulate myself, so I had to quote somebody else. Brett, uh, Brett Anderson, you probably read his review, said, uh, cracklings, are, cracklings Cracklin. are nothing less than equal to Christendom's finest. And then he said, uh, he describes it as a snack uh, chip favored by couch potatoes watching football in heaven. Exactly. So, yeah, and he, and he basically said yours is the greatest in Christendom. I guess there's some Muslims somewhere, some Jews that do it better, but in Christendom, yours is the greatest. That's funny. Yeah. If the Jews are doing pork <laughs> crack lines, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome-ass Jew. In my family, they would. Can't we do yeah. that as long as we're not drinking milk? I don't know. No, no. I don't think they eat pork. I think you were, you, you were like my family, yeah. I was just telling them tonight that you're, um, the candied... The candied pork belly, the real... Pork belly oh. was yeah. the best thing. It was... Yeah, they're amazing. I'm the only, so I'm amazing. The only, you can't find another guy doing that, by the way. Yeah, well, and I'm they asked you could, me. You, no, I'm not in New Orleans. Maybe <laughs> Unless they stole it from me. You know no, who, they didn't. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a knife. I wouldn't get him mad. <laughs> he knows how to use it. Well, I mean, the hell yes, right? 
that's a great lunch special, one of the great in the si- greatest in the city. You still doing that? The boudin the, balls yeah, and the, 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 the and, yeah. and the pork yeah. and yeah. beef burger. Neil and, uh, had one just the other night. Yeah. Yeah. The, thing the, other with the, the thing with the crack ones, I used to be pretty offended in that thing. I come from Cajun country. You can get crack ones at every gas station. Right, right. When you come to New Orleans, not that far away, not but two and Nobody's a half hours. Nobody's got it. And yeah. no one has it. So I was pissed off. I was like, why doesn't anyone have crack ones? Why doesn't anyone want crack ones? Where's the crack ones? I opened my restaurant and I have crack ones, and now I'm, oh! Oh, I'm the guy with the cracklings. It's all good now. <laughs> I'm just glad no one called it earlier. It always blows my mind because Isaac, Isaac eats cracklings all day long, and we'll go get groceries on a Sunday, and he buys a bag of cracklings while he's there. I'm like, really? You don't eat cracklings like all sick. yeah, he's sick. sick. Like you eat cracklings all day long. Yeah, why would that be? Six days a week, and, and yet he buys cracklings. I don't have an explanation for I that. I don't either. I don't either. Nuts. No. <laughs> so when y'all were thinking of the concept of the restaurant cracklings. Were uh, was that out there? Cracklins, like, cracklins would have been on the menu no matter what I would have done. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think our if you took over Fred uh, Ted's, there would be cracklins. There'd be cracklins. Yeah. 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 Uh, Why doesn't Ted have cracklins? Why doesn't have Ted? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think our our the true concept was that Isaac and I love fine dining food. We love going out and having these amazing culinary experiences. But we just didn't want to get dressed up anymore. We're like, we're tired. We work hard all the time. Uh. And so, like, the underlying feel in our restaurant is foie gras on your flip-flops. <laughs> like, you can literally walk in our restaurant in flip-flops. That's it. Foie gras on your flip-flops. Foie gras on your flip-flops. And so nice. you can come into our place and have an incredible bottle of wine and eat some foie gras. And you're in your suit shorts if you want to. Shorts and T-shirts. Or you, you could do it in your shorts and T-shirt. Or you can come in in your suit and eat one of the better hamburgers in the city. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's, it's like that. We want you to feel comfortable no matter where you are. And so it's it's been um, our mission to have Larry's, our general manager, Larry Wynn. And he just really greets everybody with just gusto. And, like, everyone's as important as the next guy. And you want to come in and you're hungover or you're tired or you just don't care anymore. And you want to eat something amazing. <laughs> We can, yeah. Stop giving a shit hours ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could do it. You, in our you just give it up in we life. Can, come to our restaurant. We give right. you a or, or in your flip flops. It's your anniversary. I just blew and a line of Let's or, go. Or, or you just graduated from medical school. Whatever. You could do it there too. And so we wanted to be able to to meet everybody and everybody be comfortable. And so it's just uh, rustic chic. That's what what's rustic. Ooh, that sounds fancy. Let's yeah. go there. Yeah. <laughs> We're running low on time. Do you oh my goodness. Yeah. Flying by. Okay, no one's so talked about me yet. Talk about yeah. What about me? Titties. <laughs> titties? Well, what do you want to say about Amanda, them? Amanda, titties too? <laughs> I've been Is that worse. what you can call when you're in trouble? Worse. Are y'all talking about Larry? <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. Tell us, something, tell us something about yourself, Amanda, that your husband may not know. Oh my Whoa. goodness. <laughs> There's a second out there. We don't know who he is. <laughs> He's buried in a yeah, yard yeah, somewhere. Yeah, exactly, exactly. For the knife wound. No, I think Isaac and I have been together uh, 13 years. There's not, I don't think there's anything he doesn't know. It just, And you know what? If yeah, there was something he that tell. he doesn't know, God, I'd want to tell him right away. So, um, no. Yeah, yeah. If I can't smell it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, there's nothing Isaac doesn't know. That's no, great. You got a secret. You got a secret. No, I actually can't think of any. Well, do you... I know you do the wine. Your, your, but what, what is your she does role? More than that. Yeah, I want to uh, know I am, what I am the royal, your day I'm, looks like. I'm the royal taster. I'm the, you're royal, the royal taster. taster. She's Toops's meadery grandest muse. She's she's the inspiration. Grandest Aww. muse. She's she's also the one that that tells me to eat something. Go. This is this is this is crap. You got to go rework this. Huh. I do. I'm in front of the cooks. Like, I do. I'm like, like not good enough. Damn. Start over. 
I, I am his harshest critic, but his staunchest ally. Put it that way. Oh. I would never let anyone, anything come out of the kitchen that I didn't think was absolute perfection because I know Isaac is capable of absolute perfection. So it better be perfect every damn time. Every <laughs> damn time. Uh -huh. I don't care if you're tired or whatever. It's going back if it's not perfect. And he doesn't send it out not perfect. So rarely ever does that, that, uh, that happen. And titties. <laughs> back to them again. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's really amazing so that y'all uh, together <laughs> and uh, you know why we're able to do it is because um, when anything gets a little too wild, I just I'm I'm able to walk away. I mean, and and you know what, Larry, our general manager, is the person that he goes to the window when things are getting real crazy in the dining room because I will immediately start going, "What's going on?" Blah, blah, blah. And uh, and I've realized now that. That doesn't need to be, I don't need to be the person when everything's going down. You need somebody who isn't emotionally as connected to him, you know. You need to send Larry up there, let him handle it. I'm going to go outside, take a, a breath of fresh air, and everything's going to be fine. So um, I'm, not only I get to be his muse, which is a wonderful position, I think probably the best job I could ever have, but um, I get to just, I get to ta time at the end of the night. Yeah, everything's <laughs> great, you did good, everything's <laughs> wonderful, the food was amazing, you know, all that good stuff. So, yeah, he purrs <laughs> when I do that. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Now, you all do sort of like more family style almost. You have a lot of meal. You have a lot of dishes that are meant Sharing, to be shared. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you even do cocktails like in pitchers. I don't we know. Do. I don't know anywhere else in the city that does cocktails in pitchers. By the way, those are awesome. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's a great idea. Oh, Why doesn't everybody I, do that? I, I don't Thank know. Thank you. I agree. Um, what the we hell? Were just, we were sitting in a restaurant one night, and I was we were drinking margarita by the pitcher, and I was like, "Yeah, well, now margarita what? sometimes you right. get pitchers. No, That's you true. Oh, you I think it was Wands flying burrito. We, we were sitting at Wands, and we were like, like, "Why don't why you? Can't why just, can't you get like? Well, y'all well, have more thought out cocktails, right? Well, why can't you get? That's what I'm saying. You have like you have like the full on and sophisticated cocktails in yeah, in a pitcher. Like who has a? You've invented the the Pim's cup in a pitcher. It's never been done in history. Yes, thank you. Cool. And we just we wanted to every well when you. Okay, so the whole premise besides the foreground your flip-flops was that dining with the Toops is, is an experience. And when you sit right. down with Isaac's dad and his mama and his uncles and his mama Toops, God rest her soul, when she was here, everybody was eating off everybody's plate. It was a very communal experience, no uh -huh. matter what we were eating, right. from crawfish to filet mignon or, you know, your dry-aged New York strip. Like, it was always communal. Everybody shared. And so why wouldn't that be passed around to our cocktail program? It's, uh -huh. it, it just made sense for us. And we that's a cultural like thing. You know what? If you tried to do that in New York... It would never work because yeah. people are much too fussy. Yeah, I've you been know, out to eat with LA, people, they'd be I'm like, like yeah. once again, like I thought everybody shared. Right. So I go out with people, and when we first got to New Orleans, like go out, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take somebody off that plate. All right. And they wouldn't eat off their plate for the rest of the night. <laughs> and I'm going well. We're that might, eat, that we're might not eating with them again. That yeah. might be the hygiene thing we were talking right. about before. It could be. It could be. It could be. <laughs> Except for your teeth are the cleanest part of you, right? That's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We've but, got no. I mean, in, in my family, this happens. Like I, I, uh, I just assume that that everybody's food is my food, right? At the table. It That's should. And, like so, to order and my last. kids are always going like, ask, ask, you know. But like, I just take. Right. Yeah, yeah. It ought to be that way, right? I agree. Exactly. A very first. communal yeah. experience. That's why I carry the big knife. I'm taking it. <laughs> Dude, you can have, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you ask. Whatever you want. Have the plate. Switch. Whatever you Jesus. want. After I saw that knife, I was like, okay, you can have my wallet, man. <laughs> pretty good, too. I think, we're, I think we're about out of time. Do you have anything else left? I have tons of questions. I, me too. I have a 75 questions. Maybe, uh... Maybe we'll have to have them back. Why soon. don't you ask your most important question? We'll yeah, ask your one more. Come on. Question. Question. And I have no, something no, no, to no, add right at the end. <laughs> oh. Go ahead and add it. I'm going to add. Can I have that bottle of horse show? Yeah. <laughs> you you, you going to see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. 
Good oh, one. baby, you. <laughs> you got what I need. <laughs> you say he's just a friend. I had that loaded the whole time. <laughs> the Bismarcky wow. reference. You know that? Yeah. You know that's the second best vocal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got the kitchen joining in. We got the kitchen in the back. Nice. Wait. Say it. Do it again. Louder. <laughs> They got shy. Ah, chicken out. Shy. All right. This could have been your uh, big break. That it is could the have second. Been. Don't you agree, Margo? That's the second greatest uh, vocal performance we've had on the show. We've oh, only had two. Yeah, yeah. We've had two. Sorry. That's the second best. Yeah. She, was, she was very good. Was she good, actually though. a singer? She was a singer. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. She's like an Irish folk singer. But, All yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Wow, that was good, though. But that was the most spirited, maybe. Thanks, yeah. y'all. Yeah. This has been fun. We really appreciate you having us. Let's do it again. Definitely. Well, tell, once again, tell everybody your address. Yes, Tubes Meadery. Tubes Meadery is located at 845 North Carrollton Avenue. We're on the corner of Dumaine and Carrollton. And what's your hours? Near City Park. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, lunch and dinner. We call that Mid-City, I think. Oh, it's Mid-City. Definitely yes. Mid-City. We're, we're pro-Mid-City. That's Mid-Mid-City. Mid-Mid-City. Yeah. Uh, lunch <laughs> is 11 to 2.30 and dinner 5 to 9, dinner 5 to 10, Friday and Saturday. I mean, the nice thing Please about Mid-City is... Yo, yeah, that's important. And our phone number is 504-252-4999 for that reservation. Any place within the city limits is only about 10 minutes away from it's it. So it's yeah, so yeah. true. It's so true. But we, we didn't even look anywhere else in the city to open a restaurant except Mid-City because we wanted to be somewhere that needed us. Yeah. And we felt like they needed us there. And they have, and the, and the neighborhood's been so supportive. I've been nice saying this since the beginning of our show. I believe that <laughs> Mid-City per capita is the best neighborhood in the city. I agree. Food. It's so underrated in that way. If you actually yes. make a list, all of a sudden you realize, like, holy crap, there's so many great places to eat in Mid-City. Yeah. So if you're not made up your mind where you're going to eat yet, drive to Mid-City drive and to then make up your mind. Drive to Mid-City. Yeah. Well, they're scraping down the, the grill, and we, we need, I think we need to go. Our show is recorded live at Ted's Frost Top on Claiborne and Calhoun in uptown New Orleans. Ted's is open seven days a week, serving first-class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer in a frosty mug. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris, although not today. Well, maybe it will anyway. He'll have a role. Brian Ruiz, he's sick today. Brian Ruiz is our technical director, and the song, our theme song, was written and performed by Brian Rube. And I realize we didn't give you a chance to give your plug. I'm so sorry. Go ahead, Neil. I'm with Vending Machine Winery. Uh, we have a tasting this Friday at Swirl in Mid-City, in the Mid-City yeah. of Mid-City. So you and go then, there and then go eat. And then Thursday, yeah. yeah, and then go eat. And then Thursday of next week, we're at Farberg Wines for a launch of all our new vintages. So if you get a chance to come out, I'll be there pouring some new stuff. So please come. Thank you all right. so much yeah. for coming. No, thank, thank you. you. No, thank Thanks really. for having thank me. You. Well, <laughs> are you going to sing again? Well, listen, folks, if you <laughs> you can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One. Oh, another one from the, the kitchen. The kitchen really loves Isaac. They really Why did it take us like... 20 of these shows to figure out that your kitchen staff uh, are skilled uh, singers. Okay. Well, get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website. It's itsneworleans.com. And from there, you can follow us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, and sign up for our mailing list. While you're at uh, itsneworleans.com, you can listen to our other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One as well as other shows. Happy Hour, Mindset, True the Game, Win Win, and Out to Lunch. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, thank you for subscribing. Maybe you could take a minute to rate and review us, and that helps other people find us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Until we meet again here at Ted's Frost Top, I'm Ray Kanata. And I'm Margot Moss. Good night. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. 
Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.